Welcome to the Front Court Sports Radio Hour. Welcome in. It is Monday, Halloween afternoon, and this is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake. I'm joined with Clayton McClaw and Coach Dickinson over here. And uh, fellas, have, I mean, it, well, was well, it a for, was it a wild weekend? Can we just? It, it was definitely a wild weekend, but everybody wants to know how was your trip? Oh man, the trip is great. Gulf Shores, Orange Beach, Alabama is great. I'm telling you. Uh, a, it, it, it's beautiful white sandy beaches. B, the temperature was just about right in the upper 70s, probably around 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Not a cloud in the sky. And probably not a whole lot of people down there this time. The, the there's year. really not. Um, but if you, want, if you want to eat dinner, you better get off your butt and get, get to the restaurants before 8 because this time of year they're all closing early. Ah, okay. So we, we, unfortunately we learned that out. We sat around the... Sat around the pool and had a couple of adult beverages, and next thing you know, it got a little bit late, and we said, we'll just go eat dinner a little late, and uh, kind of find out there's no eating dinner late in the off-season in Orange Beach, Alabama, Gulf Shores, Alabama. So we just ordered a pizza out, you know. There you go. Which is fine, and like I told you all before the broadcast, it rained the last day on Saturday. We came back, we came back yesterday, and so it was it was perfect. I sat there and watched football all day. I mean, it was great. What and a great day that was. How, and how was Florabama, by the way? Did you the go Florabama, to- we went to the Florabama on Tuesday night and okay. listened to some some locals uh, that, that play down there uh, music-wise um, Tuesday evening and uh, enjoyed a couple of bushwhackers. And, yeah, yeah. And just uh, there's a big crowd and, and just had a, had a great time. And so, you know, it's just – that part of the Gulf is is underrated, I think, and a lot a lot of people tend to go to more Panama City, Destin, Fort Walton, that area. But if you give Orange Beach, I promise you, if if you're a family, whatever, a couple, whatever the deal is, and you're just looking for a little bit more low key, kickback, less traffic, less commercialization, um, but the same beautiful white beaches, um, Orange Beach, Gulf Shores, Alabama. Perdido Key, Florida. They're yes. right next to each other. Um, is that's your spot? No, absolutely. Uh, I tell you, who's not? Uh, I tell you where. Who doesn't have a spot in Auburn, Alabama anymore? And that's Brian Harson. He was let go today as the head coach of the Auburn Tigers, and the three of us being Alabama fans, um, we're used to seeing this. You know, they try. Okay, so the guy that hired him, Alan Green, uh, the AD at Auburn this time, uh, basically resigned from that post back in August. So Auburn's been without an AD ever since August, um, and that's the guy that hired Harson. Um, now move even farther back, back in February when National Signing Day is going on, and. Everybody in the Southeastern Conference wants to know who who their team is signing on that day. He didn't sign one player. Um, and the administration and the boosters were pretty pretty upset about it. And they even got together, the boosters did, and, and started and tried to fire him for cause and so they don't have to pay the $50 million payout 
but they didn't couldn't quite pull that off. So you're saying Harson didn't sign a single player on National Signing Day? Wow, wow. Um, you know, which is kind of a big deal. You kind of yeah. You have your you have your top of your class, and you want to show sure. off a little bit, you know. And you bring him in, and he puts the Alabama merch on, and, sure. and does yeah. his thing. So, so anyway, um, Harson's gone. Um, Auburn is three and five. They just lost forty one twenty seven to Arkansas. And, and honestly, I thought they I thought they've been getting better each and every week. They got that young quarterback playing. He he seems to be getting better each week. <sighs> They just can't seem to to finish, and you know, I, I was kind of skeptical with the hire from the get go when they went out to Boise and brought in the guy to Auburn, Alabama. I mean, I mean, come on, right? I mean, you know, you, you're kind of getting a little little bit outside, but I mean, he did great. He he was. I remember him as a quarterback. I remember him as a quarterback at Boise State. He was one hell of a quarterback. Now, does that mean he, you're a great head coach? Not necessarily, but he did great things. He did great things at Boise, and then was at Arkansas State. And then I think they picked him up from Arkansas right. State. Do we have this conversation at all if they pull that win off against Alabama last year? Alabama had to come back and win the game. Four overtime. Four overtime. Well, I, I think Does I, he still have a job if they beat Alabama last year? Probably so. I, I, I think, you know, uh, an Auburn coach beating Alabama is kind of like Phil – well, Phil Former bought 10 years off of lucking into a national championship. But – uh, I, I I would say a win over Alabama buys you a good three to four years, probably. Probably so. Uh, over at, at Auburn. So, so, so yeah, I, I'd say so. My my question is this though: What is the buyout for this guy? Do we know what the buyout is? Well, according point five million. Oh, is that what that was? Fifty point five million. Okay, so if they could, if they, I think if they could show cause back in February, like the boosters wanted to do, they could get away with paying him just fifteen million. Okay. And I think that's what I, you, I'm, I think I misspoke. So now, fifty-five million, and I assume they're they're done paying off Chiswick and Malzone. I'm, 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 yeah, I'm, I'm pretty I'm, sure they yeah. are. But 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 yeah. now here they here here they go writing another yeah. writing another check. Yellowwood sounds like University of Tennessee back in the day. Yellowwood prices just went up for lumber. So <laughs> I, mean, I mean, if you were looking to build a house down in uh, Alabama, that's your, it. Your lumber prices. And as we drove through Alabama, the the paper mills will be you know working a little overtime down there. Yeah. So. so so uh, Alabama will be just a little bit stinkier on your drive from uh, Birmingham to Gulf Shores. It will. Uh, it will be because uh, we know that I can't remember the guy's name, but he he has a lot to do with that football program and the decisions that they make. So my question is, Drake, and you got a list over there. Who do they go get? Well, we've already talked about what about what do y'all think about? Just just give me one yes or a no. Okay, I'm going to read these up. What about Dave Clawson from Wake Forest? Do you know much about him? I mean, he's he's done he's done amazing things in the ACC at Wake Forest, which is like the Vanderbilt of the ACC. It he, is. He he is the reason why Philip Fulmer lost his job his last year at Tennessee. He was the offense coordinator at University of Tennessee that year, and they got beat by Wyoming at oh, no, homecoming, yeah, and uh, they used him as a scapegoat. Yeah, that was bad. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. I'd say pass on him myself. Okay, yeah. next one. Matt Rule just got fired from Carolina. Yes, and he's a pos- He's 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 a maybe. maybe. What about yes, no, or maybe? I'm gonna that? I'm gonna say yes because you look at what he did at Baylor after that whole incident with Art Brow. Yeah, yeah, that was nasty. The, it was terrible, and All right. he turned him into you know they they, res- they were very respectable. What about your prime time? 
I bad, think, bad, I think Dion, Neon, Dion Sanders, the prime. I think that she'll get traction on that, most definitely. Yeah, I, we, Coach and I both know an Auburn booster, and he wants prime time. Because, he does. Because he thinks, and, and I agree with this, that you got to have the players if you're going to compete, and he thinks that prime can definitely get the players. And I think it was you, or maybe he had said that um, – you know, those Aflac commercials would be really interesting then uh, with, Sa- with Saban and Deion Sanders. Okay. Okay. They're having an a orange jacket and a maroon jacket on. All right, so I've saved the last the last two for the big two, and that is Lane Kiffin at Ole Miss. Not happening. Not going to go down. Why not? He'll use it as a way to get a raise, but ultimately he wants Saban's job. And, and, and I think a lot of that has to do with the comments we saw over the weekend that we'll get into in a little bit, but he loves Saban too much. He won't do it. Okay. Uh, that's good enough. Now, what about Hugh Freeze? You think that's you think you're that, shaking that, your head? Yes, uh, I, I, that, that's the guy, right, Coach? Hugh, Hugh Freeze, Hugh Freeze is the guy. He's you know, proven he can beat Saban, Mister Christian Live, Mister Mister uh, Family Man. That was this don't that was that was using the Ole Miss uh, cell phones for sex calls and calling escorts and nine hundred calls. He was recruited. That, that he he was recruited. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. you know, uh, to me. He's not a good fit in Auburn myself. So I think Auburn uh, has to get back on the drawing board myself unless they hire prime time. And, of course, what's sad about it, majority of these kids that you coach nowadays don't know who prime time is, you know? Right. So the good Christian conservative, the powers that be at Auburn, will look the other way when it came to the missteps of Hugh Freeze at Ole Miss. Oh, he's been forgiven. He's been forgiven. Plus, he's been at U- he's been at Liberty University, which is Jerry Falwell U. So let's not get into maybe that. Maybe, maybe he's ne- clean. Ne- maybe ne- he's Netflix maybe- is about to do a documentary on Jerry Falwell Jr. So let's not ma- get into that. Maybe he's it's cleansed himself. Maybe he's cleansed himself of his uh, of, of his bad ways. Uh, oh, I well, you know, I don't know. Maybe I think he, I think he's the guy, though. I, I you know, the key is this though. Somebody brought this question up earlier. Do we know if the commissioner of the SEC is going to allow them to hire Hugh Freeze? That's true. You know, uh, the last time, you know, when Alabama was going to bring him in to be an analyst before he got the Liberty job. They said no. They said no. Well, there you go. That, that might be. But he's only a few coaches in the country that beat Nick Saban twice. Correct. I mean, I think that that's the big appeal if you're Auburn is. The guy's proven he can beat Nick Saban. Well, they got to love that. With a Pulaski quarterback. Yeah, Bo Wallace. From Pulaski, Tennessee. Hey, the Predators sold. Did you all hear about this? No. The Predators sold. Guess who bought them? I, I guess you, you all know him well, these listeners from Tennessee. Haslam? The other Haslam. Not the Governor? Not governor Bill Haslam has purchased the, Pred- the NHL Nashville Predators for $775 million. Wow. It is the second highest ever paid for an NHL team. The Penguins, the Pittsburgh Penguins, sold for nine hundred million in twenty twenty one. So that's not just last year, not 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 long ago. Does this mean fuel prices are going to go up uh, with pallet oil? <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't buy my <laughs> gas from those from those guys anyway. But um, who owned the Predators before? Well, there's a group of about yeah. sixteen. There's a group of about sixteen investors. Okay, they, they kept it from leaving. With yes, with one guy, by, one one man had or a couple of investors put it this way had the majority stock, and then you have minor minor guys that kind of own you know 
bits and pieces of the franchise, but you had I think two two that owned the main part of okay. the Predators, and that is what uh, that's what that's the part Haslam owns, and so. By the, the 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 deal should be done in a couple of months, and um, <clears throat> you know uh, he'll have controlling interest by twenty twenty five. Bill Haslam will have controlling interest with a few partners still owning some ownership in the in the Predators. Uh, the Predators ranked twenty third by Sportico in in evaluation, so twenty third. In the NHL, I guess assume there's thirty. I don't even know how, there's, how many teams are thirty something. Probably, yeah. Okay, so they're they're in the bottom third anyway of uh, valuations at seven hundred seventy five million dollars. Um, That's like amazing. Said, like I said, the Penguins sold for nine hundred. You know what? I, I, I read a read a weird weird fact though. Did you know that the city of Pittsburgh is the only only pro city? That all their teams have the same colors. The Pirates, the Penguins, and the Steelers all are black and gold. They are, aren't they? Even a baseball team. No, they, yeah, the Pirates, yeah. the Pirates, okay. the Penguins, and the Steelers, Steelers all black and gold. That's the only never professional about city yeah. in the United States that has. They all have the same color. Yeah, I've never. I didn't either. Until I read this yeah. weird and wacky, weird and wacky facts. Um, <laughs> but anyway, um, we are approaching our first. Um, we're approaching our first break on the Frontport Sports Radio Hour. I'm Drake. I'm with joined by Coach Dixon Dickinson and Clayton Claw Harris, and we've got UT football to talk about. The AP Top 25 is out. CFP college playoffs are tomorrow night. They're going to, the first rankings come out. Don't go anywhere. Give us two minutes. We'll be right back. This is Columbia Mayor Chaz Mulder asking for your vote in the upcoming city election. Over the last four years, we've accomplished a lot together. We've seen record-breaking job creation and investment. We've made infrastructure improvements during a time of unprecedented growth. We've led reasonably and responsibly even during difficult times. And we've maintained our momentum while keeping that Columbia charm. But we're just getting started. There's more left to do. Let's be proud of our growing community while working to grow responsibly by ensuring growth is paying for itself. Let's continue with infrastructure improvements so we remain well-positioned for the future. Let's keep investing in our public safety and law enforcement communities so that we can remain a safe community. And let's continue to unite behind a common cause of wanting our community to be the very best it can be when it comes to living, working, and raising a family. I'm Chaz Mulder. I'm proud to be your mayor, and I would be honored to have your vote. Committee to re-elect Mayor Chaz Mulder, Tina Adams Treasurer. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, on 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. 
American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Does it really matter where you get your jewelry repaired? Of course it does. When you take your jewelry to a hometown jeweler, you build trust. Hello, I'm Rick Tillis, owner of Tillis Jewelry in downtown Columbia. I started as a goldsmith 30 years ago, and because of my experience and our staff, we ensure all repairs are completed to the highest of expectations. So yes, it does matter who repairs your jewelry. And if you are in need of any type of jewelry repair, please stop by for a free consultation. This is Elk Kennedy. The old saying is, happy wife, happy life could be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back, but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled, but then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the -the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. Hi, my name is Cody Goins. I'm a partner here at Roof Systems, Inc., formerly known as Davis Brothers Roofing. We still have the same great service and same great people. Roof Systems, Inc., we do commercial and residential roofing. No project is too large or too small. Education is key here for us at Davis Brothers Roofing. We want to make sure that every customer knows exactly what's going to happen from the time we start until the time we finish. When a homeowner replaces their roof, it's the largest expenditure that they'll ever have. That's why we hope you choose us at Roof Systems, Incorporated. Check us out at www.roofsystems-inc.com. This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. Welcome back. It is Monday afternoon. It is Halloween I know. Halloween. It's Halloween. No, it's, not. it's Nick Saban's birthday. Oh, that's, you know what? I forgot. It is Nick Saban's is. birthday. We're going to have to put Halloween in the back seat. Halloween, get in the back Get in the back, get in the back. seat. Nick, get up front. It's your birthday. Come on. 71 today. 7-1. Looks like he's 61. And not going anywhere. He's Signed through 2030. He's, he's, he's a little pissed off this year. I think he's a little, he's, he's got, he's got a burr under his saddle, as they would say, coach. You know, you know what I mean? Don't you feel he's got, he does. And once that they put this all together, they're going to be a tough out. 
You know, know, they're loaded with athletes. Do you know they're like 120th, 29th or something in the country in penalties? Out of 100 and – I'm only like 130-something. Yeah, 132, 137 teams, yeah. And this – and they're like 120 and stuff. He's not going to stand for that. I mean – That's a discipline issue. Well, you seen him clean that up against the Mississippi State game. One penalty per five yards that night. Okay. Well – you were there. You were at the game, wasn't you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was there. Yeah, it was great. It was awesome. Matter of fact, we got to leave a little early and head down towards the beach that night. All so. right. But uh, happy birthday, Coach Coach Saban. Um, what did you think about them seats? Seats were good. They seats were, were up. They were up. They were in the they were in the corner end zone, but they were up where you could see. You know, you could see everything. You didn't have to kind of row forty one. Yeah. Right. You had, you kind of. I appreciate that. Appreciate those seats. Those are I good thought seats. Pretty, get in and out pretty easy too. There you go. Okay. Uh, did anybody see the University of Miami and Virginia just uh, <laughs> offensive performance? I mean. So anyway, any, for those of you that did not, um, the University of Miami Hurricanes played the Virginia Cavaliers this past weekend. In Miami, right? There no, was that was in Virginia. Oh, I thought it was that, in Miami. That, that was in Virginia. They fought a vicious battle to four overtimes. Four four overtimes now. and What was it, like uh, 55 <laughs> to 50? Or? Amazingly, no. It, the final was 14 to 12. Four <laughs> overtimes. <laughs> Think about that, folks. Now you, you you play a whole football game. I think they went into overtime tied up six to six. There were there were there were four field goals kicked during the game. They go into overtime six to six and wound up uh having to go to the two point conversion uh part of the part of the overtime process. Right. And um uh, the University of Miami won fourteen to twelve. There was not a touchdown scored in sixty minutes of football, and then plus another four overtime periods. So I, I'm not a huge fan of this new overtime deal. I know it started last year, but after like like you mentioned, the second overtime, you just, everybody starts going for two. Right, you just start going. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know They're if trying I trying to speed it up. I don't know if I agree with that either. It goes, I mean, it goes back to that LSU Texas A and M overtime game. I mean, how many how many games are going to really be decided by four or five overtimes? I mean, you know what I'm saying. And I if mean, they do, that's great. Absolutely. Then it, it was one game out of how many hundreds right. or thousands that, right. that 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 happens in. I mean, you know, it just doesn't happen that often. I don't know if you need to. I don't know you need. Don't know if you need to change the whole process. It's like the MLB go in the regular season going to this deal where you put a man on second base. Yeah, I'm I mean, not a fan of it. There you go. I mean, you know, some things shouldn't be messed with. Correct. Correct. You know, um, and another, another thing, don't don't mess with Lane Kiffin because uh, after the thirty-one twenty-eight over, uh, no, that was not an overtime victory. Thirty-one twenty-eight win over A and M at A and M this past Saturday. Uh, he had a couple of choice war He had some. He had a couple of barbs that he threw at Jimbo Fisher. Uh, now Jimbo, Jimbo is not is not immune to him throwing some barbs at at other coaches, which you you know is kind of like a unwritten gentleman's rule among coaches. You don't really talk about their recruiting process and and that type of thing, and and them personally. Well, Coach Saban, Nick Saban, and uh, Lane Kiffin. Um, kind of, they were asked about this big recruiting class that Jimbo Fisher pulled in. I guess it was the number one class. It was, yeah. And so, uh, Kiffin and and Coach Saban they they 
kind of made reference to, you know, that's the best class that money could buy. And the A&M has all this oil money and, you know, the, all these new NIL deals and everything so forth and so forth. So, uh, Jimbo took a little, a little pissed at that and, and said that, Hey, Lane, Ki- Lane Kiffin was nothing but a clown act. And that's what he said this past fall and this past summer. Well, Lane got, got to take up that clown act comment with him on Saturday and they Ole Miss went in and won that game 31 28. And then after the game was over at the uh, media uh, Q and a part of coach Kiffin's post game show, uh, Kiffin made the comment. Hey, he said 30, 390 yards rushing against a bunch of five star athletes is pretty good. <laughs> I mean, and that's, and that's, and and he's referring to rushing for almost 400 yards at Texas A&M against, a, against the number one recruiting class in the country. Walter Nolan, the number one overall player, defensive tackle is from Powell, Tennessee. That's right. Uh, but, yeah, he's right. He's exactly right. And, he, you know, Kiffin also made the comment defending Nick Saban. You know, he said basically, you know, he attacked myself and Coach Saban. And uh, – yeah, I mean, I, I thought that you know, classy by Lane. That you know, is Lane setting up? Is Lane setting up to come to Alabama? I, I really believe it. I, I know people think I'm crazy, but I now really, this I isn't really one of this isn't one of your crazy conspiracy theory yeah. things that you. This isn't a conspiracy theory thing. Okay, we're not. Okay, no, right. I, I, okay, I, we're, I, gonna, we're we're going to pull that out of the mix. I, I I think honestly, I mean, think about it. You had to be crazy to replace Nick Saban. Kiffin's crazy enough to do it. I think so. And not care. I think so. And do it his way. Imagine how many fourth and twos, fourth and ones he can make with Alabama's offensive line as opposed to Alabama's offensive line. The talent he can bring in at receiver and quarterbacks at the University of Alabama, it'd be unbelievable. Well, Lang's not crazy because two weeks Alabama travels to Oxford to play Ole Miss. So Lang trying to stay on the happy side of Nick right now. There you go. That'd be a great game to go to. So would be. The Associated Press came out. And uh, tomorrow night is the college football playoff rankings on Tuesday night, the first one, right? This is our first one around the game. It is. And uh, I know all you Tennessee fans are about to pee yourselves. And, uh, and you know, I can understand that. It's been a long time. You know, it's, you those, batter, those bladders are about to bust, right? With the last the time, orange crush is about to go everywhere, right? The, so the, the last time they were this excited about rankings, it was the BCS computer rankings. Uh, that okay, all right. So that's how long it's been. But uh, for uh, for UT fans, the AP top twenty five is out. Like I said, Georgia is number one, undisputed for now. Tie and yeah, well, there you go until. Maybe Saturday. We'll see. Uh, there's a tie at number two, and that is the Vols and Ohio State. They ended up with the same amount of voting points, so they're tied at number two. Um, and then coming in, uh, so that's two and three. Coming in at number four is Michigan. And, uh, of course, they'll have to play somebody. I guess they'll have to play Ohio State eventually. Yeah, two well, weeks. Must be nice to play your whole season and only play maybe two opponents that could possibly beat you. Better ranked in the top twenty-five. Okay, so so anyway, Michigan uh, is ranked number four, and Clemson number five. Um, and like I said, the first college football playoff rankings will be tomorrow night. 
What's your prediction Tuesday on that? Night. Who's going to be one, two, three, and four? I think the top three will be Georgia, Tennessee, Ohio State. In yeah. that order, one, two, three. Uh, Probably, probably so. You got to put Tennessee ahead of Ohio probably State, so. right? just and, because and, of who they played. And I think they're gonna they're probably knock down Michigan and probably bring in Clemson at four because Michigan and and Ohio State have to play each other. You see what I mean? Right. So the so the committee knows that they'll one of the two is gonna get or or if they want to make everybody in Michigan happy, you know, they could go on and put put Michigan in at four because they know that one of those teams are gonna knock each other out. Yeah. So I mean, they can't lose either way. I I mean. So, I mean, and I really don't think it makes any difference at this point in time. You know, what makes a difference is what's going to happen in Athens this weekend. Uh, and by the way, Georgia's come out an eight and a half point favorite. They were higher than that. Opened at 12. It opened at like 11 and a half, 12 points, and now it's dropped down to eight. So Georgia is eight and a half point favorite at home against Tennessee. And Clayton, you like you like the ball. I do. I don't. I, I'm kind of puzzled by. You don't think you don't think Las Vegas. You don't think Las Vegas believes in the in the big R. Not right? yet. It's it's it, it, Drake. I mean that line proves it. I don't think they believe yet. Well, that somebody's gonna somebody's gonna be made a believer. Come what time? One way or the other. Two thirty start on that game. Two thirty. About six o'clock Saturday night. Yeah. Central time. And, and, and they'll be tuning over to see what happens in Baton Rouge at 6. You know, and i tell you what, you know, we're all Alabama fans. But we're not going to make any qualms about that. But I, I'll tell you what, LSU has been getting better each week. Damn. I'm telling you, this is a game you cannot overlook at all. I mean, so, it's going to be tough. This won't be easy. No, absolutely not. And what time is that game? That's 6 o'clock. That's, that's night time and night tide in Baton Rouge. I've been down there for two of those games. And we came out victorious for both of them. Maybe I need to, well, well, we play well. maybe I need to get in the car and head down that way. I could be their good luck. That could be their good luck charm. Be down there in about eight hours. I know. And then this weekend, there's the, the, the World Series of Thoroughbred Horse Racing is going on in Lexington at Keeneland Race Course with the Breeders' Cup this weekend, which is going to be awesome for all you racehorse fans. Um, did you know there was two days out of the year that no professional sports are played at all? Can you, can you tell me when, when, when is it? Now, you listeners out there think about this. Uh, you can text in your answer. I, I, I won't give it till the end of the show if you guys remind me. Six nine three one six two six thirty one thirty one. If anybody out there knows those two days, well, there is no professional sports played during the three hundred sixty five day calendar year. Text us in. I got an answer. I think. <laughs> Hang on. Let's don't give it out. Let's okay. let's see. Let's see if anybody texts in okay. and and gives us gives us those two days. What those two days are. Um. So anyway, that that's what's going on right now in in college sports. Um, tonight is Game Three of the Major League Baseball World Series in Philly, the Fall Classic in Philadelphia. The Astros are a little bit of a favorite on the sports books; they're minus one thirty, so you'd have to lay one hundred thirty dollars to win a hundred. Um, and Philadelphia is plus one ten. So you put a hundred on Philadelphia, you win one hundred and ten bucks. Um, the over under eight, the under over under run total is eight, and we've been we've been doing okay with the under. You know, betting yeah, yeah, the under. Yeah, I, sure. It 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 
especially in World Series, you know, you get to World Series by playing good defense and pitching, right, Coach? Isn't that, that right, Clayton? Yeah. Definitely. So if if that's the case, then why wouldn't you why wouldn't you consider when two of the best teams gets down to the best teams in baseball are playing each other or the hottest teams, let's put it that way. Why wouldn't you bet a low? Why wouldn't you bet under the total? It just makes sense. You wouldn't bet you wouldn't bet that they're just going to be ripping the ball. Right, because the quality pitching is what's going to get you to the World Series. And, and like you said, good defense. And so, yes, I like the under. Uh, eight's a high number, though. Eight, you know, and that, and I'm, you That's know, a high number. It has been seven, six and a half, six seven. Yeah, most time, yeah. yeah. Six and a half and seven. Now, uh, game, and I was talking to you guys, and you guys didn't see it Saturday night, but, uh, they talk about baseball being a game of inches, and Clayton, your prowess with baseball through the years, um, you can attest to that. It is. That it is a game of inches. Now, in the top of the eighth inning Saturday night, uh, Kyle Schwarber was at bat with, um, with one man on, and Kyle Schwarber hit a 2-2 fastball to right field that went 403 feet. Okay, so the umpire stepped out, gave the home run signal. And there, he and uh, Stott was on was on base. Uh, both of them go trotting around the bases, and they come home. And by the time they round third, and you know, the the umpires are kind of huddled up, and they're talking to each other, and they're looking around. So they go back to the video, and they look at it, and they come back out, and guess what? It just went to the right of the foul pole. I mean, just barely went right of the foul ball. So it was a foul ball. The count remains two and two. They put Stott back on base. They put they bring Schwarber back up the plate. The very next pitch, Schwarber drills it. Three hundred and ninety think uh three hundred and this is a three hundred and fifty three foot shot right to the warning track and Kyle Tucker for the Astros reaches up and grabs it, and the inning's over. And I mean that's it. You know, and the Astros won five to two, and that series tied up one to one. And these teams seem pretty evenly matched. I, I, you know, I mean, I think, you know, and what did I tell you the other night, the Astros, the Astros had a five nothing lead in that ball game. When the Phillies came back, now let me give you a little. In Major League postseason play, the team that is up by five or more runs, their record of winning those ball games is five hundred and eighty-nine to eighteen. Wow, that's unbelievable! That's unbelievable. I mean, a postseason team, postseason game where a team is up five or more runs, which the Astros are up five nothing. In game one, they win those ball games, have won those 589 times and only lost 18 of them. Well, now it's 19 because they lost game one. That, that, that's just incredible. <laughs> Man, it's 537 games and only 18 times out of 537 lost. games has a team blew a lead. That's unreal. Five, 589, 589. To, oh, 589. 589. Oh. 589. Oh, wow. That's, to 18. That's over. Then now it's 19. Yeah, that's that's 600 and, 616, or I'm sorry, 606 games. That's <laughs> unreal. So you all do the math on that, and 
you know, Houston, you know, I, I guess karma's something. Maybe that, maybe the trash can, maybe, maybe they just put that game in the trash can. I'm really and put, the, and put the lid on it. You know what I mean? Maybe the baseball gods are just going to torture the Astros from they, here on out. They might they make it to the World Series. They'll be like the Bills. They'll make it every year and get beat. Absolutely, and that that very well could happen because you know. Karma is a big, it, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, karma is a big thing. You it, know what it, I mean? It is, and it and it's for real. It, I, I don't care. In this time of the year of baseball, it's about who's hot. And the Phillies are hot coming into the postseason. Uh, they only had eighty nine wins in the regular season, and you look at the Astros that had over a hundred. Uh, it's about who's playing well. Last year the Braves did it. Now it's the, it's the Phillies' turn. So well, um, you know, and I, I don't know who's going to get MVP of this uh, World Series. I've got I had a little money on Jordan Alvarez. I was hoping he'd show up and do a little bit better. I, I, I feel as though the Pena kid for of course it depends on which team wins, right? Right. Yeah. But the Pena kid um, for the Astros, Jeremy Pena, twenty five year old, was pretty tough. I was reading an article on him. He played at the University of Maine. Wow. He's from the Dominican Republic. His father was. His his father played in the majors for St. Louis, and I think it said Cleveland, and his name was Geronimo Pena. Geronimo Pena, and wow. he never he never got to see his dad play in the majors because he was born a year after his dad retired. Okay. Um, but he went. He's from the Dominican. They're from the Dominican Republic. He went to the University of Maine to play baseball, and he said they'd be playing up there in front of a crowd of. 25 people and it'd be 30 degrees in Maine, you know, sure, sure. in March or whenever the baseball season started. And, uh, he had two friends on the, on the team that were Hispanic. The only, and they were basically the only three Hispanic people in the whole, they said the whole County where, where, where the university of Maine was. And, uh, one night they were cooking dinner and they wanted to cook something called, I think, let me make sure I pronounce this, picadillo, P-I-C-A-D-I-L-L-O, which is a Hispanic, uh, Hispanic dish that uses ground beef. And you fry the ground beef up. You fry it. And what they did was they got the oil good and hot, but they didn't thaw the ground beef out. They oh, dropped boy. it. And it splashed back on his arms and a little bit on his face. And so if you, if you watch Payne, and he talks about it, but he, he's, his arms are, are scarred. He obviously has, they, if they close in on the, he's got big kind of like Popeye, like Steve Garvey forearms, right. you know, um, and they're scarred up from that, from that accident. And, uh, the article talked about those three guys, how that accident bonded them together and they're still best friends to this day. Of course, they've gone separate directions, obviously with Jeremy Pena being, a superstar now at the, at 25 years old with the Houston Astros. Astros. And he's, you know, he's, he's something else. So I'm thinking for the Astros, Jeremy, uh, Jeremy Pena might get the MVP. I'm hoping Jordan Alvarez will do something great, but you know, you never know. At least I've got a dog in the hunt. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, see what happens. Plus I got him at 16 to one odds. Well, I mean, so even I mean, after tonight, you, there still could be four more games. Right. I mean, you know, it just depends on who the man is in that moment. Right, Coach? I That's mean, right. I mean, it's all about that moment. That's right. You got to, you know, big players do big things. That Great players do big things, make big plays. or whatever. What, is, what is that saying? Do you all know that saying? It's a, yeah, it's a, big player stuff up and make big plays. In, in big time. Big times. Some, you're something like that. Okay. We are headed towards our second break. And don't forget, I've got uh, Magic 8-Ball. For Monday Night Football tonight, 
We're going to talk about some NFL football on the backside uh, and number 22. And there's only there's only one man that I know carries a number 22. The like, king. Like a man, the king. Uh, this is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I'm Drake with Coach Dickinson and Clayton. We'll be right back. My name is Debbie Matthews, and I'm the Republican-endorsed candidate for Columbia City Mayor. Columbia is home, and there's no other place like it. And the city itself is special. But what makes us great are our people. And of course, we've known this all along. Now, the world has taken notice, and everyone wants to move here, so it needs to be protected. And that's why I'm running for mayor, and I'm asking for your vote. We need to control growth and make growth pay for itself. We need to keep Columbia free and open, protecting our small businesses and churches from unnecessary mandates. We need to keep Columbia safe by hiring and maintaining the best police and fire in the state. And we need an economy that works for everyone in a city and a county that works together. There's no time to waste. The future of Columbia is in our hands. My name is Debbie Matthews, and I'm asking for your vote for Columbia City Mayor. Paid for by the committee to elect Debbie Matthews Mayor, Ken MacArthur, Treasurer. Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can always count on us for a great selection of late model, low mileage, one owner vehicles. All have been thoroughly inspected and are ready to go. You can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool. Looking to sell your vehicle? Great news! We're paying top dollar for your trade. All makes, all models, and in any condition. Trade in and trade up today. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can count on us. I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. We have advertised with WKRM and WKOM for the past several years and found it to be very successful. I highly recommend advertising with them if you have a local business like ours. We're located at 1608 Hatcher Lane here in Columbia. We're open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6 and Saturdays from 8 to 2. Stop by Holland's for all your prescription needs where we have fast, friendly, courteous service. We custom fit support hoods for you also. Thanks for supporting Holland's and WKRM and WKOM. Serving Murray County for 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has provided the highest quality jewelry at the very best prices. They work hard to make their customers happy, and it's paid off. Their customers keep going back. Quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. We offer jewelry loans up to $4,500, and we will buy your gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still the same. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. For 40 years, Beck Dental Care has been the personalized and comfortable option for the health of your smile. The caring staff maintains a high level of safety protocols and attention to detail. Advanced technology provides your choice of sedation and the best of dental implant solutions to restore complete oral health. Open until 6 p.m. two nights a week. Call us at 931-388-8452 or visit us online at beckdentalcare.com. 
In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Barrett's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Barrett & Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. Hey, this is Lewis Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in Middle Tennessee, 101.7 FM, WKOM, Columbia. Welcome back in to the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake, joined by Coach Dickinson and Clayton the Claw Harris. Good afternoon, fellas. Happy Halloween to you. Back to you, Drake. Happy I mean, Halloween are to you. you. Uh, so what happens? Kids come home with a bucket full of candy? Do they, do they have to go through uh, dad's dad's examination first? Absolutely. Do you do you go to the bathroom and close the door so they won't see you scarfing up all the good I just, the good candies, I, 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 taking I just, out all the Snickers and the Reese's? And, I, I just wait till they go to bed. <laughs> and then they just, get up. They you know uh, you know I used, to they, like, I used to do it like this. I had two bags. They went out and got the good stuff, and I had one bag, and I swapped bags, and uh, I'd take the good stuff. Well, they they did it. Somebody did a survey in eighty. So listen, guys, if you're out there driving down the road, and you're going to take your kids trick or treating, and you you know you're going to dig down in that plastic pumpkin and, and and pull out something good to eat. So if you're going to do that, don't worry about it because they took a survey and eighty six percent of all parents scarf up some candy out of their kids' uh, Halloween take. So Absolutely. you know don't. Yeah, that's a true fact. Yeah, good, I mean, it, good oversight. You, well, I mean, you gotta have a little. You gotta have a little payback for hauling them around and staying. You know, keeping an eye on them and staying at the end of the street, not looking like a, you know, helicopter parent, and you know, holding their hand up to the door. I mean, who was, who was, who was, who was, unless you know what I mean? I agree. I mean, you know, I was like, I can do this. I got this five or six. I can do. You gotta leave me alone. You know. So that's that's what's going on. Happy Halloween to all of you. Please be safe and um, check the candy. Check the candy. Yeah, check the candy and 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 enjoy yourselves. Um, like the Titans did yesterday, and Titans fans did yesterday, winning seventeen to ten over the Houston Texans with a rookie quarterback. Do they have an O. Henry candy bar out of Nashville now for Derrick Henry? <laughs> they need one. You know, they should. Yeah, they really. Should. He's good. They should. Uh, number twenty-two, folks, is, and I, I'm not sure if we fully grasp and appreciate, or are we taking Derrick Henry for for granted. Maybe I I think so. I think he's going to go down as one of the greatest ever. I mean, it's just, I mean, it, and it, a lot of it has to do with the way his body's built. I mean, he he can take some punishing hits, and it just doesn't seem to phase him. He don't get tired either. You noticed that? Well, yeah, two hundred nineteen yards yesterday versus the Texans in their seven in the Titans seventeen to ten win. Now, one hundred eighteen of those came in a stack box, and you guys can explain to our listeners more what a stack box is. So, yeah, I mean, they put eight men in the box. They're basically saying we're we're going to dare you to throw the football. So, eight men in the box is, means eight men 
up close to the line? Like how close to the line of scrimmage, Coach, would you say? We have within a five- to six-yard range of you'd have that many people. Yesterday during the late in the third quarter, fourth quarter, you had ten in the box because the backup quarterback didn't, wasn't going to throw the ball. And everybody in Houston on the defensive side and the coach staff knew they was going to run the ball. So that I counted 10 in the box multiple times yesterday. So Derek got uh, – King Henry got 219 yards yesterday. 118 of those yards came in a stack box uh, – deep from a stack box defense. Mm-hmm. Um, now, no – get this, folks. Now listen up. No – Running back in NFL history has ever run for 150 plus yards in four consecutive games against the same team. This never happened before. No running back has ever done that. Yesterday, Derrick Henry ran for over two 200 plus yards for the fourth straight time against the Houston Texans. And is that is that not their fifth win in a row? It is. Yeah, I think I think yeah, that's right. So, in row. so and, and guess guess who they got? Guess who they got next? <laughs> Kansas City at Kansas City Sun, su- Sunday su- night football. Sunday night football, which is going to be either great or very very bad. <laughs> who would have ever thought we'd be in this position of five and two? Well, I know. I'm just saying. Hey, but uh, we really should be six and one. And, well, you know what though? The defense is playing lots out. And I was just about the to defensive add- line yesterday. Pressure, pressure, pressure on the quarterback. And I was going to ask you, Coach, what, what wins football games? Defense and running the ball. Yeah, no turnovers. Right. Mm-hmm. And mistakes. Let Keep the mistakes down. Great defense and running the football. That's what can win you a football game. You don't have to be super flashy. You don't have to be the Patrick Mahomes. You don't have to be the Josh Allens of the world. You can run the ball effectively, if you can run the ball effectively, get first downs, control the clock, and play good defense and minimize your mistakes, turnovers and penalties, whatever, you can win football games. And that's what the Titans are doing right now. Um, so And doing it well. Uh, they're doing it very well. Um, you know, Derrick Henry was the 2020 Offensive Player of the Year. Um, in the last 55 games, now Derrick has had 6,392 yards 64 TDs. Yesterday, he got the 75th TD for the franchise record uh, over Eddie George, I think. I think he overtook Eddie George. He he overtook uh, Earl Campbell, then Eddie George. Now he's a leading guy. Now he owns the franchise um, record for the most TDs scored with many, many more to come. What you got? I got a spread for next Sunday night. Okay. What do you think? It's at Kansas City. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Kansas City by six and a half. What do you think? I'll say two and a half. Twelve and a half. Wow, they're not giving the Titans any credit. That ought to motivate the Titans. They're Kansas not City's them not any, that good this year either. Twelve and a half. They're not giving them any respect. Wow. Nine. Twelve and a half. Huh. Well, I mean, I, I, maybe the Tannehill injury is a part of that. I mean, I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's – but I think the thought had to be that he rested yesterday to be ready for next Sunday uh, when they need him on the road at Kansas City in what is a pivotal game in the AFC for home field advantage in the playoffs. Big time. Forward. Well, yesterday, besides the Titans coming out with a 17-10 uh, win, uh, there were some, some pretty bad performances yesterday in the NFL. 
And the Las Vegas Raiders got beat twenty four to nothing. Pitiful. Uh at, at New Orleans at the New Orleans Saints. Derek Carr had forty three yards passing in the first half. I'm just not a now, fan. I, I know there's Marshawn Lattimore and I was he even playing yesterday. I'm not sure if he's been hurt. But I mean, Carr had forty three yards pass. He's got Devontae. He's got the arguably the best receiver in the NFL. I'm telling, it's just it's not working. Um, they they pulled the the Raiders pulled Carr in the fourth quarter and put in Jarrett Stidham, who used to quarterback for New England and Auburn. That's right. Yeah, and uh, you know, Coach Josh McDaniels out there in Las Vegas, he you know that guy. If he's not on the hot seat, I don't know who is. He, you know, he was a head coach at Denver, okay, back in like 2009 or some or a long time ago. Um, and he won his first game, first six games when he was in Denver in 09. Okay, then he kind of went on this offensive coordinating for many, many years. And then he got after John Gruden got, which I'm sure Gruden is probably smiling, knowing he's yeah, yeah. Chucky somewhere yeah. with a big smile on his face. But since going winning the first six games in 2009, Josh McDaniels, the head coach of the Raiders, has gone seven and 22. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. the Raiders are going to have to. They got a brand new, pretty home there, a stadium. Um, Mark Davis, the owner, Al Davis's son, is not going to put up with this. I, maybe, you know, maybe they're trying to get in the Bryce Young, Hendon Hooker sweepstakes. Most definitely, they they very well they very well could. Um, so, you know, can, watch can I, for that. Can I throw this out here yeah. at you guys? Go ahead. This is sports talk show. I've been so disappointed in the Cardinals this year. Kyle Murray, you think he's exiting football in the next year and going to try no, to play baseball? No, he just signed an Albert Hainsworth-style contract. This is and he's cool. on my fantasy league team. He better not be going anywhere. He's not, he's not playing good football this year. He's no, ter- he's terrible. Uh, no, of course they just got the one, they won three one of, games. They just got DeAndre Hopkins back. He, you know, they, they're and they they ran up against a, a really good uh, Minnesota team. They're Minnesota good. six and one, six and mm-hmm. one. Yep. So they're no joke. Uh, and tonight on Monday Night Football, Cincinnati travels to the Dog Pound to play the Cleveland uh, Browns, and Cincinnati is a three point favorite with an over under total of forty five. That's Joe Burrow and company. That is, and the Magic Eight. My, I pulled my Magic Eight ball and talked to, talked to it just after lunch, and it came up with the Cleveland Browns are the eight ball pick for tonight, guys. Take the points Monday night. Monday night home team dog says take the points. Who, who am I to question the Magic Eight? Have faith, and maybe if you want to put something on the baseball game, go under that eight. And pray for a lot of good pitching. Hey, we're out of time. This is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I'm Drake with Coach Dickinson and Clayton the Claw. And uh, we're back at Thursday, 4 o'clock, with uh, Tennessee, Georgia on the horizon. It's going to be a heck of a weekend. May have a special guest with us. May have a special guest. Thank you all. We'll talk to you Thursday.